Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it. No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Man That Mindsets podcast. I am your host, Xavier, my great co-host, D. She is not in today, but it's all good. We still going to have a great and amazing show. But before we get right into the episode, I would like to advise all our listeners and watching us to please subscribe, leave that five-star rating, review, like, share, do all those things. We greatly appreciate it. And as well, because this is going to be an amazing episode, so make sure you share this and do all the things that uh, I just asked you to do. So... We gonna jump right into the show. And today we got a um, we got a this is this gonna be another legendary episode. We got a very um, a person that was very in high demand. She was on the show <laughs> last August, and she actually has our most downloaded episode that we ever had in the in the three years we've been doing this show. She has the most downloaded episode. So we got a lot of requests to bring her back on the show. It's a young woman. She's killing it. And we started to have, we're going to get right into it. So, Kelly, what's good? Welcome back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. I'm excited. I'm yeah. super, 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 like, excited is not even the word. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have you here. <laughs> it's, it's been like, like, you was here last August. It's uh pretty much, it's May right now. So, yeah, a, lot of th- a lot of things has transpired since a then. Lot. So a lot. But before we a get lot. into all that, for the, for the people that may not have seen the first episode we did, do you mind um, just giving some background and stuff so people get a little bit Boom. more familiar? Okay, with. so it's a lot of background. Um, first off, which camera do I look at? It don't even this matter. This, this boom. One, yeah. Okay, boom. Y'all got to y'all got to see the behind the scenes of me asking which one. But um, my name's Kelly Obunna. Uh, I actually go by Kelly OG on all platforms simply because O and G are the first two letters of my last name. Um, I do a lot of things. So a fancy way I like to put it is I run a financial education company. First and foremost, shout out to Cash Capital. They're amazing. Um, Another thing I do is I also trade in the stock market. I like to tell people that the largest companies in the world pay me to track their movement. It's really fancy. Y'all should start saying that. I know, right? Oh, that's fire. That's fire. (laughs) That's a bar right there. That's a a bar. I do social media. You know, I'm a content creator. And I also do something really crazy called affiliate equity, which I feel like a lot of people don't know about. But um, maybe I'll put y'all on game. Maybe I won't. But basically... What I like to tell people is I teach people how to make money for a living. I put them on to insane game. And I'm blessed by God to even be in the position I am. So really, I'm just God's child and everything's his His blessing. I'm just showcasing his work. So. I love that. I love so. that. And uh, excuse me. I remember, excuse me. I remember last time we was on this, like I said, this was August. And uh, I don't think, I didn't, I don't think you hit a million yet, yet at that time. I hadn't, I, I was only a hundred thousand then. I was, 100, 100, it was that month that I became a six figure trader and I was like, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. So you became, oh, wait, 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 you hit six figures in August. Well, I hit six figures in the business way back in March. Okay. And okay. then I hit six figures. No, in February, I hit six figures trading in August. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was feeling I remember, it. I remember. I remember. But shortly after that, you hit that seven. That I se- did, yeah. And what but month was that? That was in November. It was it was crazy. It was Thanksgiving week. And I remember um I, I remember just knowing it was coming and I was like, why do I not feel excited? You know, because I think I was so used to it. Like I, what I tell people is 
whenever I made six figures, I was more excited than when I made seven. Because I feel like six is, is that first, like, we all want to hit six figures. And I feel like once you hit six figures, you know, seven is... It's possible. Yeah, it's almost like inevitable. That's right. You know? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So what, yeah. when you hit the... When you, well, you just pretty much answered. You wasn't... <laughs> when you actually hit the seven, you you wasn't that excited? I mean, like, I, I was... I was just like, this we, is surreal. Because I remember in 2020, when I was super broke, that was like my dream. And I'd look up to people that were making millions of dollars. And I was like, you know, I want to be like them and this, this, and that. And, you know, you drive through neighborhoods, you look at really nice houses, you look up your dream car, you know, that whole thing. And so to now be in the position where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can afford my dreams. It was, it was so surreal to me. It, it almost didn't, I didn't even really have time to swallow it, I think. But um, I don't know. To me, I knew it was coming, but even when it came, I was like, oh, wow. Like, oh my, it's like, it's here. It's, it was crazy. Because you wasn't even 20 at the time, right? I was not 20. No, I was still 19. I just turned 20 a month ago. Well, it's about to be two months ago. So March 1st. Yeah. 19 year old million of that. That's, man. <laughs> when, I, when I was 19, I was just getting ready to go to the military. So I couldn't imagine what it felt like to be at 19. But what, what, so what does that feel like? Does it, does it feel like a lot of responsibility? Does it, is it a lot of distractions? Is it hard to stay Focus, because I know if that was me at that age, I probably would have blew. I, I, I ain't no probably. I would have blew the money. I was wild at nineteen. So, what does that feel like? Like, do you feel um, like how do you how do you keep yourself sane and keep moving forward in the right direction? Because it's it's a lot yeah. to be only nineteen, become a millionaire at nineteen. I feel like for me, it wasn't even necessarily responsibility. I think it was a lot of um, uncertainty and fear, and like not fear as in like I'm scared. But more so, every single person you talk to that now knows the position you're in, all you're thinking is you're, in your head is, are they genuine? Do they have my interest in mind? Or are they only trying to get close to me because they want me to benefit Service. them? Yep. You know, what are they really around for? So I think it's even hurt a lot of my relationships simply really? because. Yeah, because in my head, I'm always overthinking, oh, this person. If somebody does one thing wrong, I always tie it back to like, oh, my gosh, what if they're doing this? And it's like so much. I guess, um, I guess frustrations. And so it's really one of my biggest prayer points is for God to take people out of my life that don't have my best interest in mind and show me the people who do. But I still feel like even, even then, sometimes I'm blown away by a relationship that I thought was right, and then it doesn't work out. Um, and I say another thing that it's done is, um, like other than the relationships aspect, is what I tell people is when you first start making money, and I know you've tweeted about this before too, mm -hmm. about blowing a lot of it. I was spending so much money on designer. So, I mean, we would go on trips. Um, Cause I was big on like spending money on experiences, not things, even though I've spent a lot of money on things. We would go on trips and I'd be doing the calculations. I'm like, oh wow, I spent 20K mm -hmm. this week. You know, like flying the whole family out, putting us in like the best Airbnb, the best hotel, paying for all the food, all that. And, um, it was like back to back weeks because I remember like that month of November, I went to Houston and then I went straight to Dallas. Then I went, um, I went to my apartment, which is, well, I can't say where my apartment right, is. Right, 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 right. But then after I was at my apartment for literally one day, then I flew to Houston. Then after Houston, came back to my apartment for one day and then flew to California. And that whole month, I mean, I think that was one of my first six figure months in spending. And um, and that I'm talking without actually paying my employees. Your employees. Yeah. So it was like, oh wow. And then you're you're retracking all the expenses, and you're like, why did I spend five thousand at Balenciaga? They don't even have a return policy. You know, can't even take the money back. <laughs> you know. So um, 
I think now as I've gotten, at first it's a lot of excitement. And then as I got more used to it, I don't care about the material things. Like I told you, I'm rocking my Nancy Pelosi watch. Right, the the Apple, Apple watch. watch. Apple watch. Even though I, I would want to rock the Rolex, I just couldn't find it. Because which it sounds <laughs> that sounds terrible. crazy. That sounds crazy. <laughs> that, that shows so that shows that you're winning though. If you can't find a Rolex, you just sound that's hey, you gotta be yeah. winning. You just like hey, whatever. And but, I think for me, I started to care because I think when you get the money, you want everyone to know. You're like, now I gotta wear all the nicest clothes. They gotta know I got money, you know. But I relaxed a lot more, and so it was, it was just like, man, these are clothing. Like, I, I'll tell people, here's the thing, and you're hearing it from somebody who's a multimillionaire. So if talk anyone tries talk. to talk down on you, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from me. If you want to get designer, I think is it, it is outrageous to pay $500 for a T-shirt, in my opinion. In my opinion. I agree. To pay thousands of dollars for shoes. Have I done these things? Absolutely. But what I tell people is, if you want to buy designer... DH gate $20 purses you got a $20 Birkin you know and and the thing is people are not going to tell the difference like I remember it frustrated me <laughs> it frustrated me so bad because I'd be wearing a pair of designer let's say it's like a pair of Dior's or something and the person next to me got some fake ones on and they look the exact same and I'm like what like on a college what? campus how are you driven on designer can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. So it, nobody knows, but they see it and you're still going to get the same reaction. So I'm just a big believer in spend money on something because you like it. You like it, yep. Versus spend it to impress other people. Because we all say like, oh, we're not going to do it for other people. But you, in the back of your head, man, I can't wear this because if they see me wearing this, then they go going to... And I'm, I'm so over that. You know, if you see me wearing designers because I spent all that money all that back money. then but i wish i would have taken that money put it in the market and then i would have 10x'd it you know no talk about it i so, man i'm so glad you just brought that up because i know the feeling wholeheartedly and that's i think that's a downfall a lot of a lot of young people or people in general when they first get money like you said it's that feeling where all right i'm getting money everybody need to know i know I, i've been there i used to be in the and i when i first started getting money i used to go shopping all the time now, and I still do it, but to be honest, most of the time I do it now is just for marketing purposes. Most yeah. of the stuff I got now, like I got on some Balmain jeans. I had these jeans oh, since... Oh, that was flex. <laughs> I, had these, I had these jeans since 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. They lasted. So they lasted. They're good jeans. They better last. $1,000 jeans, they better last. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, <laughs> they better last a long time. So, I, so a lot of the stuff that I have is, like I said, stuff that I, I bought and I kept. Now, yeah. I don't really care. I don't really care to go. I would never buy a thousand dollar pair of jeans again. I would never do it I because I, I don't. It's, I don't see the value in it anymore. But anybody else want to do it? Go right ahead. I feel like some of that stuff you probably have to go through when you first start getting money just to get that out your system. Yeah. No, I but. think I think you do. And I've met a lot of people who, like, we talk about six and seven figures. They're making eight and nine. Eight and nine. And you'll talk to them and you'll see what they wear and and they're barely wearing anything. Obviously, they got the watch. Like yep. the watch. Everybody got. Yeah. Right, everybody had a watch. Yep. But they're not and if they are wearing designer it's like because they can just afford the top quality and they really so they'll like be wearing it. a suit mm -hmm. but you don't even know what brand it is exactly but you, you don't even know like it was made by i don't know alexander Fergoli. Yeah, i don't yeah. even know who no, that facts. is you know <laughs> brioni anything like boom. that yeah, yeah, yeah so uh for a lot of them whenever they see people flashing design like i remember i was at neiman's and i was shopping for um, one of my employees i was shopping for to get him a christmas present he really likes palm angels so I remember I was in the Palm Angels section of Neiman's and I saw this, it was like a group of guys and one of them picked up a shirt and he showed his friend, he was like, what you think about this shirt? And he was like, I like it, but 
how I'm going to pay hundreds of dollars for a shirt and they don't even know what brand it is, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh. You know, like for a lot of people, they overdo the logo. Everybody they, does to some degree. Boom. Most people. I ain't going to say everybody. But most people do. Most people. Yeah. Because like, yeah. they want you to see. I paid they all this you money. See. You're going to see what I paid. This was yeah. not a $15 jeans from Ryan's. Like, this was $1,000 jeans from Balmain. <laughs> you go, exactly. no, you know. Exactly. So, sometimes I see people and they overdo it with the designer. And I'm like, man, I'm in 2020, when people were just making money, that still sold. A lot of people are still, I think, confused in their head that this is what's going to sell. This is what's going to sell for a lot of them. But in, in 2020, that sold. Now, as we're getting into 2021, 2022, a lot of people are like, we get it. You have money. You, get it, you, get it. you, you work in tech. You do whatever. Yep. Like, now they're they're almost suffocated. But back then, the designer was still very exclusive. So you were like, what does he do? Yep. Now, does, I've seen a guy's ad on Instagram, I remember. And he was showing off, I think, like, doing seven figures in click funnels. And one of his pictures was literally just a pair of his Versace, like, shoes. They were, like, the Tri-Geckas, I think. And he was just, boom, just put his, put his shoe just down. And it was just a picture of the shoe. And I was like, uh, because yeah. what is that going to... You should have marketed, like, the fact They'll that you value. did seven figures exactly. in ClickFunnels. Exactly. You're a marketing goat right there. That's right. But you're showing us the shoe, and now it's, like, taking away value because I'm like... Uh, but that also shows who he's marketing to, who he's targeting. Exactly, he does. No, and, and in a way, in a way, there is still a market. No, it's all. I think There's it will always definitely. be a market because there will always be a generation of people that's trying to come up that's still impressed by those things. Yeah, high key. It's like if if you drove your S class, people are gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, what does he yeah, do?" Yeah, yeah, right. You what know? do you do? What you do? But what I think I think cars are, are crazier marketers than oh yeah than clothes. Oh for no sure. question. I think this. Yeah, I don't know why this is so random. Car. I feel like cars. Um, I think cars might be the number one marketing tool when it comes to materialistic things. Yeah. Cars, obviously. Um, your home. Uh, jewelry. Jury because it's so immediate. Yeah. If you iced oh out, oh my gosh, they're gonna be like, you're gonna be, you're gonna, you gonna, what do you do? Bro? <laughs> right. You can't, you can't go missing. It's like it's right there in my face. Like, Boom. dang, that thing shine. Shout out to the cash capital chain. Yeah, I see you. Hey, hey, Kelly, you doing it, man? I, 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 um, I love to see, but I want to ask you. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about this. How did you gain those skill sets to before you could hit all this success, afford all these nice things, do all yeah. these nice things for other people? What was the skills that you was learning and how did you learn it to get to this point? Um, that's I love that you bring that up because I always tell people I became a millionaire in a year, but it took years to get there. Exactly. That's what I always tell people because, oh my gosh, I've had so many side hustles. So um, starting out, I had like a Steph Curry fan page where I would make like edit videos. And then from there, I started charging people to edit like athletes. I would charge them to edit their, you know, like highlight tapes and send to coaches and I didn't even know what money was back then. I was like, oh, let me start small. I'm going to charge them like $5. And everyone was telling me like, no, you should be charging them 50 or more, which I still think is very low. Um, but they were like, they're high school yeah, athletes. High school, yeah. And I was like, no, $5 is cool. Until you're there spending 27 hours yep. editing a video. And then once you send it, it takes you like three days for them to send that $5. You know, I remember there was one guy, he owed me $12. And I had to literally go find his coach and DM his coach like, Hey, this dude is trying to scam me. He's not paying me. And then all of a sudden I got the money quick, you know. But that's um, crazy, but twelve dollars. From there, from from editing the videos, um, I started reselling a lot of things. I would resell jewelry because the secret is China has the best jewelry. Like if you buy jewelry and it's like obviously not real, like you're not going to Johnny right. Dang. Shout out to Johnny Dang. Shout out to Johnny Dang. But um 
if you're just going to like, I don't know, Target to buy jewelry, it's going to rust in three days. But if you go on like AliExpress, you put ships from USA in your settings, bless you. Thank you. And then you get a ship in like three to five days. That jewelry lasts forever because they have titanium plated jewelry and titanium never rusts. Mm. So they have like gold plated titanium. You order it, it's like $3, and I have jewelry that lasts you. You can shower in it, you can do whatever. And so I was reselling that to people. I'd buy them for like $2, resell them for like $20 to people. Um, and then from there, I think one of the craziest things I ever did was uh, resell Popeye's chicken sandwiches. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? My brother's like, what? How you do that? Wait, how you do that? Okay, so I remember my aunt. This is during the the Popeye's chicken sandwich craze of 2020. No, 20, this is 2019. 2019, yep. Yeah, and so um, I remember my aunt was like, she came from Nigeria and she wanted to try the Popeye's chicken sandwich because everyone's freaking out about it. So I think she gave me, she said, how much were they? And I was like, oh, it's like $4 per person. So I think she gave me like a $20 bill. And then I had maybe, I think $60 in my bank account total. And I was like, oh, no, I'm running low on funds. I got to figure this out. So I remember during lunch at school, I actually, as soon as like the bell let out for lunch, I got in my car and I raced to Popeye's and I waited until they opened because our lunch was like at 9.30, which is insane. The lunch is that yeah, early. early. That's, that's so I early. waited outside Popeye's for like 30 minutes. As soon as they opened, I was one of the first in line. And I remember I go up there and I was like, can I get 10 chicken sandwiches? Which in total was like her $20 was my $30. And so what I was going to do is I was going to make sure I put her sandwich to the side. And I think I had one for my brother too. And then the other eight, I was like, I'm going to go flip them. That's cool. Yeah. They can't get to Popeye's. Boom. And so I remember, uh, I got all them. Everyone in line is looking at me crazy. Like girl, it's not that serious. (laughs) It's nine o'clock in the morning. (laughs) You get all these Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Boom. And so then I, I remember I went back to school and I went to the cafeteria. Like I went straight to the cafeteria and at this point, I'm missing class. So I was like, ah. Oh. But I was a straight-A student, so Right, right. So they no gave problem. you some leeway. Boom. So I remember I went up to this group of freshmen, and I was like, would y'all pay $20 for a Popeye's chicken sandwich? What? And they were like, no. And I was like, you wouldn't? And they're like, no. And I was like, what if I gave you one right now? And they're like, girl, I'm not paying $20. Isn't it like $4? Why am I paying $20? And so I brought it out to them, and I was like, here's the thing. You can either go spend $20 on your mom's gas waiting for her to spend 30 minutes in line, which she's not going to do, or you can have it right now. Everybody wants it. You haven't had it yet? It's so good. And um, they were just, like, you could just see in their faces, they were like... <laughs> they stopped thinking about it. Boom. And, um, <laughs> and, and it was so crazy. I think that was the first time I learned, like, sales, like, really learning, like, selling something to someone, because I learned when you put it in front of someone's face, it's they, like, they to turn change. It it's right. crazy. And so I remember the girls were just looking, and they were like, nah, we're not going to do it. And I was like, that's cool, but let's see if your mama going to wait now we're in line. Right. And then finally they were like, all right, fine, bro. I'll do it. And then I posted on Snapchat, and I sold out of all the chicken sandwiches that day. And I flipped my $60 bank account to like $180 or something like that. And I was like, oh, my God. At the time, I felt like I was so rich. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I flipped chicken. Like, I that's could do crazy. anything at this point if convenience. I'm able to. Convenience. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. If you, if you are more convenient for somebody, they will pay more. You know, just it's right there. That's right. It's right there in your face. Wow. That's no, that's that's a um damn, that's a hell of a note. I got something else I want to talk about. Before we talk to that, we're gonna go into our first sponsor real quick. Well, hey you guys. 
Making money outside of your 9 to 5 or your main income stream sometimes can be tough as you have limited amount of time, energy, and money. But when you invest in starting a car rental business, all of those excuses get thrown right in the trash. The car rental business is one of the easiest ways to start generating four to five figures a month in passive income. And it just got easier with the help of the car rental blueprint. The car rental blueprint provides information and systems you need to skip the headaches and get straight to the cash flow. You'll learn how to start, scale, and automate your car rental business quickly, even if you have limited time, money, or perfect credit. So click the link in the show notes and use the code MMPOD to get 50% off. And when the cash flow starts filling up your bank account, thank us later. Now let's get back to another amazing episode. And if you want to learn more about the car rental business, go check out episode 142 with special guest Brian. So I uh, I seen you on IG with the uh, NBA player Paul Millsap helping, yes, him with, helping him with his trading. So how did that come about? And like, um, You know, it's crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is why I say... Pray, 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 because God answers all prayers. So in February, I spent, like, over $15,000 getting, like, VIP tickets to All-Star Weekend right. for me and my brother. And I remember the whole time I was there, I was just like, I want to work in the NBA. Like, my dream is to work in the NBA. My dream is to work in the NBA because it's such a crazy environment. And so I'd always been praying on it. And then about a month, it was literally a month later, um, I remember I just saw my friend posted that Paul Millsap followed him. And I was like, Paul Millsap how he get a follow from Paul Millsap? Like, I want to follow from Paul. And then I went to my Instagram, and I saw Paul Millsap had followed me. And I, I had tagged him in my story, so I was like, oh, my gosh, he followed me, watched my story, then followed Follows him. You. And so I remember I hit him up, and I was like, thank you so much for the follow. I remember when I used to play with you, or play with you on 2K. On 2K. Yeah, that's what I told him. Uh-huh. He was like, yeah, that's crazy, yada, yada. And so basically what I told him is, because take every opportunity you get, you know, that's, that's what everyone needs to do. Some people, they get a, a follow and they're like, oh no, I'm too scared to talk to them. You'll see a famous person for the first time in your face. And, I'm too scared to talk. I don't want to be, t-. do it. Do it. The worst you, the worst they could do is like say no. And oh my gosh, it sucked. But you move on. At least you try. You're right. And so I remember I, I told him, I was like, no, I got to put you on a trading. Like, this is crazy. Yada, yada, yada. And he had, um, he was like, yeah, for sure. Um, let me know what dates you're free. Um, I have this week free. You can fly out to Philly or I can fly you out to Cali and we can do these dates. And I was like, first of all, who going to Philadelphia over California? Right. You know, so I was like, boom, you know, let's, let's go to, um, LA. And then I told him, I was like, my friend, he does crypto and that's the, my friend that, um, he followed too. Right. And I knew he already knew him. So I was like, it would be dope if you could learn stocks and crypto. And that's also cause like. He always puts me on, so it would just be terrible if terrible, just right, not right. put him on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, for sure. Send me all your info. I'll get the flights booked. I'll get the hotel booked, all that. And boom, you know, next thing you know, like the next week, we were on first class flights to L.A., funded by him, in a five-star hotel, funded by him. And we had a private driver, funded by him, food, funded by Like, it was so awesome. Yeah, all up. Boom, yeah. And, and like teaching him, it was so cool because obviously I was a little bit nervous at first. But, um, you know, the first night we had dinner, he introduced us to a couple of his teammates, which was, like, super awesome. Um, and then he was telling me, like, oh, I saw you on YouTube, and I've been trying to do this, too. Because he said, and I think this is a really important point, is he was like, this is the first time that I've ever been able to control something and have an impact on something. Mm. And I feel like that's really important because a lot of people, like, the NBA, NBA makes so much money. 
but they don't control how much money they make. They, make, they right. have a set schedule they have to stick to. So mm-hmm. it was like for him, he was saying this is the first time he's in control of the money. He's the money able he can to actually make. make. Yeah, and, and mm. the impact because he was like, "You make so much money, but you can't just pick up a ball and teach somebody how to make it no, to the NBA." Can't. No, you know, but you can teach somebody how to trade and, and change their lives. Mm. So it was super awesome. He was super attentive. I, I was really shocked, honestly, at how attentive he was. Yeah, because. I mean, I didn't expect that he wouldn't be, but he was so immersed in the learning, and it was super awesome. Um, what, were the, what were the things you were teaching him? Um, I was teaching him the basics of the stock market, the basics of options trading, and then we got into, like, technical analysis and how to actually, like, learn a chart and this, this, and that. And, um, yeah, so it, it was really good. Um, I then had a Zoom call with his family because he, he wanted me to come out to Atlanta again to, like, teach them. Or um, come to Dallas because he was saying, um, well, I told him if he came to Dallas, it'd have to be like in the summer, you know, for the housewarming party, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, so I got on Zoom with his family. They were super awesome. And honestly, it's this week, like tomorrow, I have to check up on them and see like how everything's going and all that. But it was super awesome. I didn't ever think like it, it didn't feel real. Literally, I right. was like, I'm living my dreams right now. This is crazy. Within two, within, within two yeah. years, like I said, your um, your process has been extremely fast track. But people from the outside might see it and be like, man, this happened so quick for her. She's only 19, 20 years old. But like you said, you was doing a lot of work before you was getting yeah. a lot of these results that you actually getting right now. Because how long, how long were you studying the market and uh, all that before you actually yeah. started reaping real? rewards i feel like okay so i've had prior stock market knowledge since high school right so um i remember in high school i took a stock market class and what's crazy is is we had a competition to see like who had the highest growing um brokerage account like investment account Mm -hmm. and mine was the highest like i had the highest return and i was like yeah you know kind of foreshadowing now in a way um and then when i started trading i remember i just immersed myself in the knowledge and I mean, I immediately saw success, you know, but I remember I, I had turned the $26 that I'd started with into 3000 in yeah. two weeks and then 26000 in two months and then nine months later into 100000 But from that, the reason there was such a wide range from that two months to nine months is because right in the middle of it, it was like, boom, the market started to crash. I didn't, I realized like, oh my gosh, I, I don't really, like, I know what I'm doing, but I'm not. So basically, fundamentally, like with the news, I was really good. But with charts, I I wasn't good at all. So what I tell people that they don't see is I will spend countless nights just up all night watching every single YouTube video there is about charting. I was paying everybody. You said what? You still do that? I still do that. Okay. I I, I still do that. Like I'll do, um, I literally was watching one the other day on like supply and demand. And it's like the bank's technique with trading. And um, because I feel like. The same way doctors have to keep going back to school to repolish is the same way you should keep... Ref- you, you don't learn you something once and then don't go back to school for it, you know? And school doesn't have to be in the confines of a four-walled building, but just continuously learning. That's facts. And so, um, yeah, from there, I, w- I was paying everybody. Like, I was buying every course possible. I was trying to get on a Zoom with everyone I saw. I was driving an hour every single weekend just to learn from this one guy who's super good at charting. And I was like... It was so crazy because then it was just so normal. You know, I was just like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. But then to see now how 
I literally cannot miss on a trade. Like, my trades were crazy. Oh, I see you and, on the ground doing your thing. Bro, yeah, no, like. Y'all I'm, going crazy. It's No, it, it is really crazy. <laughs> and a yeah. lot of people, they want that same result immediately. And I'm like, dude, it, it's taken me over a year to really get to the point where every single trade I'm not missing. You're not missing. You know, and that's because every single day I was really applying myself. See, what happens is when I tell people, you can make $1,000 a day minimum. You can make $10,000 a day. You can make $100 a day. What happens is the day they join, they want to make that money. They want to make it immediately. And then a month later, they want to cancel because it's like, yeah. well, I didn't make any money. And I'm like, you don't go to school and a month into the first semester say, well, where's the job at? Exactly. You got four years to go. So yeah. what makes you think after that first month, you're just going to see like tremendous success? It happens to some people. But it's not realistic. And a lot of people compare their path to others. So yep. it's like, well, Kelly's making this much money. Why am I not? And it's like, but I've been in the, and And I don't even think the, the longer you've been in it matters. Like, to an extent, it does. Because experience is the best teacher. Yep. But I think it's also how much you apply yourself. Mm. I'll meet people who are like, I've been trading for three years. And it just never worked out for me. But they don't tell you that. Every time they saw a Dogecoin or a Shiba, they try to put all their money in and they lost it. Lost and then it. they just looked at the market one day and then they were like, I think this is going to go up. And then just put their money in and it goes down. And it's, it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's not the lottery. There's a lot of ways to get rich very quickly with the market. But you should always back everything up with like that education because it'll pay you way more in the long run. Wait, no, no, the education, man, you, you you talking you talking facts for real. But you know, that's like the gift and the curse of social media. The the curse is you get to you have access to not everybody, but a lot of people's lifestyle. Yeah. And when you see it, you might not did ten percent of the work they done, but you see it, y'all might be close in age, you be like, This person has that. I feel like I should have that too. And it's mm -hmm. like, No, you shouldn't. No, I've had some yeah. of my friends that'll tell me. Kelly, I feel like I'm just not doing anything in life. Like, I see all that you're doing, and I'm like, man, I need to get money, and I need to do this. And I'm like, dude, you're 19. Like, I understand I'm extremely blessed. It's but a real situation, okay too. That, yeah, like, it's okay that you're not there yet. And I always include the word yet because I believe it'll come for everybody. And I don't think success is necessarily financially. I think success is just happiness. Mm. It's when you're at peace and, yep, and at everything peace. is going well. And if that's money for some people, then so be it. But I think when people look at social media, it just, it clouds their judgment. And then it causes them to want something tomorrow when that's not possible. It's the reason everyone's trying to get in tech and they don't even know the proper certifications to have in tech. They just uh, want to get in tech. Boom. Like they, they just want to yeah. be on the rich part of TikTok. And, and I'm like, <laughs> if y'all spent a week with Tay, you'd cry. <laughs> you'd cry. No, facts. You facts. know, but... Yeah. With every reward, there comes a sacrifice. There comes a risk. You know, no risk, no reward. No, at all. I want to let me let me ask you this. So, uh, at the date, what is your um, biggest trade that you've done? My biggest trade is still, unfortunately, this doesn't make me happy, but it's still. Um, I think I did it. Was it July or August of last year? It was. Okay. It was twenty k in a day with. Um, with. Boeing, but what's crazy is today, right? Because of the podcast, I had to go get my lashes done. I had to go, uh, I had like two meetings that I had to squeeze in there. I was gonna go get my eyebrows done. Like I had everything planned. So I only traded for like an hour today, made like $5,000. But had I held that trade, I would've made 80K today. And that really? was like, my goal was to hold it, you know? Oh Lord. So, it kind of makes me sad, <laughs> just a little bit, but, but it's cool. Sheesh. 
Jeez. You know? It's all, it's all, hey, a win is a win. That's not a, that's not an L. It it's still a win. So, it's still, it's still crazy to say, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just the, just the fact that you know that you could do it shows that, um, yeah. you got the information to do it again. Boom, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's important. I want to ask you about something that I, um, seen you tweet. I'm like, I got to definitely. Ooh, what ask, I tweet, what yeah, I tweet, what yeah, I tweet, yeah. what I tweet. I, so you said, and the reason I'm asking this is because I get people all the time, because I say something similar, people will be like, well, how can I? make money on social media it's not everybody yeah. can't do it so but you said it's so easy to make thousands on social media i wish more people took it seriously so Boom, yeah. yeah so break that down just for the people that's listening because everybody don't feel that way i feel like it's a select it's a uh, small percentage of people that's on social media that's monetizing that feels that way and they understand it so break that down for the person that may not fully understand what you mean by it okay so what's crazy right is um and just, I guess for, I don't know if it's legal purposes or not, um, because I don't know what he would feel about me saying this, but I had a friend, so I won't say his name, right. but I had a friend, literally we were on the phone yesterday because he got his first like sponsorship. And this is a crazy story. Like um, YouTube, Instagram? No, this was on Instagram. Okay. It was on Instagram. And so basically, uh, back in, I think it was around November he started posting his days in the life. Like it would just be clips of his days in the life. And it was not getting any views. Like he was not getting any followers. It was just dead for like a month straight, you know, getting like 30 views, maybe a hundred views on TikTok, with no views on Instagram. And I remember I told him, I was like, you are my favorite TikTok page ever. I don't care if you only have four followers, keep going. Like you are onto something big here. This is way too entertaining. And he kept <laughs> consistently at it. And then he had one video, just one video that blew on TikTok. And I think it got him like 8,000 followers. He did like, I think it was 600,000 views. And then he was hype. And so obviously that, that motivated him more. But it's not even the TikTok part that mattered. He then went on Instagram in, in uh, January, I believe this was. No, February this was. He went on TikTok, started posting. Or not TikTok, sorry, Instagram. Started posting his TikToks on his Instagram one of them blew up. I remember I followed him at 500 followers on Instagram. This is in February. In March, he hit 100,000 followers on Instagram. Just from, just from posting those same videos that blew weren't up. blowing up. Yeah. And so he got his first sponsorship and he had called me literally yesterday because I was like, congrats. Oh my gosh, you really got it. And he was like, Kelly, they uh, sent me the contract. And this is, this is like two huge lessons in one. But he was like, they sent me the contract. And so the contract they sent him was one reel and one story post for twenty five thousand dollars, twenty for a, a what like ten second 10 story seconds. post and what thirty to sixty second reel, and he was reading it and he was like Kelly has the wrong name on it, and I was like what do you mean has the wrong name? He's like this isn't me, and I was like well how much did you tell him? He was like I told him three thousand five hundred, and I was like well, you better reply to that. And so he replied to them and he got them to pay a lot more. But it's like, the reason I say this is two lessons in one is so many people, when a company asks their value, they like, they like actually say their value. Their real value. You no better welcome. say 10 times because these billion dollar companies, their marketing budget is a hundred million dollars. When you tell them 3000, that's three cents to a hundred dollars. Like they feel good. You that's, talk, it's nothing. You, this is this is a lesson for everybody listening. You just gave a lesson. You yeah. got to leave yourself room to negotiate. Like even if 
Like let's say let's let me give you an example. Let's say if you got something that's valued that um you believe the value is at ten thousand dollars. If you're gonna yeah. work with a company or a brand, especially if you know it's a company or brand that's making a boatload of money. Like I'll give a prime example. We worked with a we worked with a billion a billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. And uh I ain't even gonna say the numbers that we did it at. They 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 said, well, okay, what's the price for you know for ads and stuff like that? Yeah. I gave them a price that was outrageous. They say what they say, super what they say, uh, superstars super land, land on the moon. moon. I took yeah. that model. I said this is what I'm doing. So I I said a, a price that I ain't never priced nobody at before, like super high. Yeah. And they was like, uh, we can't do that. But what about this number? And that number, like my number was here. Yeah. The number, but the number I told them was here, but they came back to here. So that's still that's much more higher than I could, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So And that's what I tell people. Yeah. And so um and and monetizing yourself on social media is not just obviously getting one of those big brand deals, which is crazy cuz Crazy, right? Well, I'm going to I'm going to talk about this in a second, but um it's also just monetizing on lower levels. Like I help people scale their businesses to like five and six figures a month because I feel like I I know so you many know marketing techniques that have kind of worked for me. Um, obviously there's still more to learn. So I just, I only help a select few, (laughs) but what I tell them is like, it's not even about what you do. It's monetizing whatever you do. You cut here, dude, make a video course. Tell people like, okay, these are the type of, um, razors you want to use. This is the type of edge up you want to be able to do. And like, just show them. And somebody that comes across your page, they're like, oh my gosh, you, you cut hair or they like the hair you cut. And they're like, I want to become a barber. They're more inclined to just buy your course rather than going through a whole bunch of different YouTube videos of a whole bunch of different styles, you know. Um, and I just tell people, it's like whatever you do, man, sell the course until courses run out. You have so now. much knowledge Come based on, on what you do. And people are like, well, I don't want to be known as a course seller. And I'm like, then you shouldn't be trying to buy designer, hey. you know. Like, you have to figure out a way to monetize. That may be if you want to be a content creator. Because content creation is literally the new form of marketing. Commercials are out the window. We don't watch TV anymore. But we watch ads. We're obsessed with our favorite people on TikTok, on Instagram. And what's crazy is when I was in L.A., um, and I feel like L.A. is such a motivational place. I wouldn't live there, so to say. But just to be there, it's like it sparks a motivation. It sparked the inspiration. Because we went to um, these penthouses in L.A. They're actually the most expensive ones. uh, And it's called 10,000. I don't know if you ever heard of 10,000. But it's called 10000 because rent is starting at $10,000 a month. That's starting. That's not yeah, average. Exactly. Average is like fourteen, fifteen, And so we went in there to tour it and everything. And there are so many notable people that actually live in $10,000. Um, like Dixie D'Amelio, she lived in $10,000. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, she wrote that one driver's license mm. song that everyone was obsessed with. She lived there. Um, I can't think off the top of my head, but there's just so many notable people that live there. To the point, like, they won't allow you to have a camera anywhere. They even hate when you record inside your house. Because so many rich people live there. So many people who probably don't want people to know they have money. We were waiting outside for, like, the valet. And I'm telling you, it was Lambo pulled up. Porsche pulled up. Ferrari pulled up. Range pulled up. Gee, like, every single car was, like, a luxury car. You see, like, the basic white girls are, like, their chihuahuas <laughs> just walking out, you know. And these people's cars, some of their cars were just dirty. And I was they like, don't oh, care. you got money. Boom. And then the golf course that they have a view of is uh, the golf course just to attend is $100,000 a year. The wait list spans years. And you're not allowed to be a notable figure celebrity to even golf there. Like, it, it is just insane 
that area. And the reason um, that I even brought it up is because I know so many, like some people I didn't say because I feel like people right, would actually right, right. know them. I'm not going to put out their right. location. Mm -hmm. But um, so many celebrities, and I won't even say celebrities, content creators, content creators are living there. And I couldn't wrap my head around how the Demelios were able to make $30 million last year. But then when you see a company is giving out $25,000 for a story post and a reel, it's like, imagine what these people with millions of followers are getting paid. And I heard through the grapevine, I'm not allowed to say from who, but you can bet these are accurate numbers, that like the Demelios are making um, anywhere from three to 500000 a month minimum. And it's like, that's crazy numbers. That's crazy numbers. Yeah, you, you got know? you 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 as a content creator at the end of the day you got you got to get to the bag. But I want to ask you some um I want to ask you some marketing questions because we brought up marketing. But before yeah. we go there, we are gonna go to our next sponsor real quick. Next sponsor. This episode is also sponsored by the Morning Meetup. One thing all successful people have in common is strong connections. If you're trying to break into the entrepreneurial world, you're looking you're looking to network with like-minded individuals, or you're looking to take your business to the next level. Currently, entrepreneurs from all across the country meet up every morning for a daily meeting from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern to start the day off right. If you want to join this community, there's never been a better time to try it out because for a limited time only, you can start a seven-day trial for just $1. If you're looking to get started with the morning meetup, you can go to www.themorningmeetup.com slash $1 trial. And like as always, the link for that is in the description of this podcast episode. So speaking of marketing tips... I want for our listeners, everybody that's listening, you mind just giving a couple of the tips that actually help people right now where they at, whatever their business is. Oh my gosh. Um, a, this is like the smallest thing that people don't do mm -hmm. that I think could really scale them to another, like it will bring so many more eyes to you. And it is literally circling the numbers. So many people try to promote something and they just post the screenshot. Like, if I posted a screenshot right now of, of my profits, like how much money I made, you're going to look at it like, Kelly, there's too many numbers. What am I looking at? Mm. And so, so many people just post the screenshot and they're like, look what I did for this person. Or they'll post a long testimonial or paragraph from somebody. Listen, we're not reading that. Our attention spans <laughs> are literally five seconds. So you just have to point out the important stuff. If somebody sends a whole paragraph and the whole point was, oh my gosh, I made $1,000 in one day. All you have to put is made $1,000 in one day. And that person gets, like, the idea. The ideals. Yep. If you're trying to show how much money somebody made, how much you made, circle it. So whenever I go, my eye, that's the first thing my eyes are looking at. You know, that's what I tell so many people. They could just shoot you through the roof. And I've, I've tried it with, like, the people that I've helped scale. And they're like, holy crap, Kelly, your works. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, it's that simple. And then another thing is whenever you're promoting, try to relate it to real life things. So one thing that people don't do is whenever they're promoting something, it'll just be like, oh my gosh, I palette flipped this for this, this. Nobody knows what that is. Mm. So it's like, you could be like, okay, well, that's equivalent to if you were to go buy a burger and you take the burger and I don't know, you sell Popeye's chicken sandwich, <laughs> you know, but um, it's relating it to real life things. So one thing I always do is I'll tell people, oh, this guy made, I don't know if Five hundred dollars in in two hours. That's equivalent to you making two hundred fifty dollars an hour at your job. Yep. And now that makes you like scale out and think, oh wow, wow yep. like that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But just seeing five hundred dollars, it's like that's still a lot. But people just think, okay, five hundred dollars. But when you right. relate it to their current situation or situation they can relate in, people are like, oh wow, mm -hmm. you know, it makes like a lot it. more sense. Yeah. 
you know, so even if you're like trying to promote the podcast, it's like, um, Ooh, this is actually another one that I'll tell people is, is related to their, to their past events. So, um, if someone's trying to get your attention, right, they're trying to start a podcast. Obviously if the first thing they say is, Oh my gosh, Xavier, you're going to be like, Oh, okay. He's a fan, blah, blah, blah. And then, and I mean, you're still going to show them like, right, Hey man, I really right. appreciate you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then if the next thing he does is, Hey man, so I have a podcast. I'd love if you could promote it. You're going to be like, uh, Oh no, that's the worst way to say it. That's the worst well, thing exactly. to say. And I always tell you, if you meet somebody famous or somebody that you want to learn something from, they don't even have to be famous. Don't ever go at it with like, I'm a fan because the next thing they're going to think, and this is what I was telling you in the beginning of our relationships is you're going to want to use me. Yep. Like that's what you, all you, you came here and say, Oh my gosh, you just want me to promote you so you can use me. And that's not fair. But I always tell you, like, go up to them like you don't really know. I'm just like, hey, bro, what do you do? And it's like, what do you mean what I do? Well, I noticed your shoes are clean. Oh, you know, I run a podcast. Oh, that's crazy, bro. You got to check out my podcast. Like, I mean, we're still on the come up. And I know you remember the days when you were still coming up and how hard you were working. So I'm really just trying to get it out there. You should definitely give it a listen. (laughs) You see how right there I just told you, like, you remember the days? So now you've related it to, dang, he is on his grind. You know, let me give this guy a chance. Mm. And that's what I tell people is, like, relate it back to the person. And now, like, if you tell me, like, I know you remember the days when you were staying up all night, man, I'm doing the same thing. Then I'm be like, dang, you right. You're right. But if you just hit me up on some, no, nah, I'd really love if you could check out the stocks I have. So I'm going to be like, uh, um, <laughs> you know. So it's like, I feel like those are some key things that a lot of people don't do, that, that just doing it. Because the last one is more of a networking thing. A lot of people know how to market. They don't know how to network. Mm. And when you're networking, you're also marketing in a sense. Mm. And so there's different ways to go about it without seeming to, I'm trying to sell you on something or I'm trying to get you to buy something, yeah. you know? Now that makes sense. I, I was hanging out with a friend yesterday. Uh, um, this guy I was hanging out with, he knows like everybody. He was like, a, he produced a lot of, um, he was like in television. He produced a lot of things. Yeah. So he know, he know pretty much any and everybody. We was having a conversation. He's like, man, who you want on a podcast? He started calling people. So he's just crazy. Yeah, like right there. With, but he was telling me, we was having a conversation. We was talking about networking on the subject of networking. He said that um, people just think that, uh, what did he say? He said people just think it's who you know. He's like, it's not only who you know, it's how you present things. He was like, I know that I can network with anybody, no matter what position I'm in. Because I know how to present it to him, I know how to talk to him. Yeah. He was like, people really don't like. They might, they might, they may even know the right people, but they don't know how to talk to him in a way where they might want to do something or work with you. Yeah. He's like, I know how to talk to people. Where it don't matter what position they in, status of life, they gonna feel me where I'm coming from, and we are gonna have a conversation. Boom. And I'm like, that's extremely, extremely. No, yeah, valuable. and that's what I was saying whenever, whenever, like at the very beginning, I was like. Oh yeah, the the largest companies in the world pay me to track their movement. Right. It's like I could go up to you and be like, I'm a trader, and then you're gonna be like, Oh, you're one of those. Right. But then if I tell you like the largest company, now I've established like authority, and it's like, yeah. Wait, what does she do? Whole time I'm just trading the stock market. <laughs> but it's the way that's, you that's say it that are gonna make people like peculiar to what exactly do you do. So yeah, that's right. It's the almost like a whole game to this, but it is. It's when all you mental. Learn it, it's worth it. Mental psychology, all this Boom. stuff. But I want to ask you because this is something that um people that follow you they might not know social media not yeah. know you just purchased your parents a home i did i want to say congratulations because that's that's huge thank you that's 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 a dream <laughs> for most people to purchase their parents a home so yeah just talk about that like that process and doing all the, that that whole thing um well i remember i was i was looking at luxury apartments downtown because obviously we all want the floor to ceiling windows yeah. and all that and i remember it was saying like three to five thousand a month 
which obviously I could I could easily afford. It's like less than ten percent of my income. Not putting right. it out there too much. <laughs> but so it's, so it's like um, for me, I started doing the math, and I was like, "Hold on, thirty-five. I'm gonna be paying thirty-six, fifty thousand a year." Yeah. And so for me, I was more so on okay. If I take that fifty thousand a year. I could go buy another car. I could go flip that money. So for me, I was like, if I'm going to be spending that much, I might as well build equity. So I remember I went to my parents and I was like, I wish I could have surprised them in a better way. (laughs) But I just told them, okay, so I was looking at apartments. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to spend three to $5,000. So why don't we just buy a million dollar home so that, I mean, because it's essentially, it's essentially the same price in mortgage Mm. after you've done the super heavy down payment. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, like I was just selling that and they were just kind of like. I don't like. I didn't know if they knew I was serious or not, you know. Um, and then the next day, like they started thinking about it, we started looking at houses. We were gonna build. Then the prices got, kept going up. Builders started ghosting us because they would tell us one price. Like they'd be like, "Okay, right. we can build you this modern home. You'll have a lake view. You'll have all this pool, yada yada, for one point one." And then we would go look at houses with the builders to like compare. And these people are like, oh yeah, we just sold this house for 2 million. So I think in the bu- builders head, they're like, their gears starting to turn. They're like, wait a second. If these people are selling houses for 2 million, why are we, why are we building, building for, for 1.1? Like, I don't think they really surveyed the market. So then they just started ghosting us. Then we're like, it's okay. It was God's plan. We weren't supposed to be with them anyways. And so we just kept looking, just kept looking. And then we found this super amazing home, bought it fully furnished, like, it's super nice. You got to come to the housewarming party. I'm there. Same as you know, I'll be and, there. And um, same thing. We still got a yeah. lake view. We got an awesome lake view. It's, it's such a pretty area. So, um, yeah, I remember when we found it, like he was telling us, our realtor was telling us, like he has 5,000 square feet, five bedroom, five bathroom, yada, yada, yada. And um, we were like, okay, well, what's the price? And we're used to hearing like the 1.3s, 1.2s. And he was like, oh, it's only going for sell, sell, and sell amount. And it was like right in the corner where I wanted it, like nearly a million, but not more. Because even over a million in my head, I was like, "Damn, I'm yeah. gonna be paying." Like, That's but but it was cool. It's like I'm almost, I'm just close to being a, a millionaire in real estate. That's gonna be such a flex when I can say. That's a big it. flex. But um, yeah, like when we got it, it still doesn't feel real. There were so many things that were trying to prevent us from getting it, but that's just the devil testing you whenever God has a plan for you. That's so. A fact. I was super, I mean, I'm super excited. Uh, we move in in June, in June, little boy. Yeah, we move in in June. So um, I'm super, super excited for that. It, it's really surreal. I feel like that's the happiest part of just life in, right, general, in general, is being able to help your parents or spoil your family after all their hard work. Um, because I could have easily taken that money because my down payment, I didn't do the 20%. I did way more just to like be a lot more comfortable and just to put that money up. And I could have easily went and bought a couple Lambos. Right. I could have went and bought that beautiful G-Wagon that I've been crying about because I really wanted. You know, I could have bought whatever, but I'll buy that car. And then what it look, what does it look like for me to be driving, you know, a six-figure car and then going to a house that's just... You know, we've lived in this house since I was a baby. Right. It's seen its day and age, and it just wasn't worth it. And so delayed gratification is beautiful. Um, I tell myself, even though I know I can afford those things, I'm purposely pushing it out like a year plus just because I don't want to distract myself. Because if I get that car now, it's going to be like, yeah, you want to go everywhere, do everything, you want to spend money. And so I still tell people I'm, I'm very young, very, very young. And I know if I just keep working, 
by the age of 30, my grandkids, grandkids will be set. And that's what I really want. That's the plan. And so I don't want to spend a lot too early. I really want to stack it and stack it and stack it and put myself and my family in a great position no matter what happens. And so that's kind of my goal. But yeah, I feel like that's everyone's, I mean, everyone has their own different goals, but that was like one of the biggest ones on my, like I had a, I think like a 10 year um, to-do list or like bucket list love like goals. And every single one of them just smashed it, smashed it, smashed it. Smashed it. And it was Wait. like, it's crazy. Like even the ones that I didn't think were possible, like paying my employees so, so, and so amount. And I was like, oh my gosh, like. These people are living a little too good off me, you know. That's but a good thing. That's a good thing. It's, it's such a blessing. Um, a and, and I don't take any of it for granted. And I don't ever try to get too cocky about it. And that's why you would have seen me, like, a lot more, I guess, humbler in a sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I know I make way more than, like, most people's favorite influencers. Right. You know, from my several different sources of income. We didn't even cover the fact that I'm a six-figure sports better. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I'll boom. But, like, for me, I know I could really sell those things, but it's, like, I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm more so for helping the people than just flashing everything flashing I everything. have. You know? No, you helping a lot. You got, you got a lot of people in your trading group. I hear a lot of stories just coming across people. I talk to people. I bump into people that listen to podcasts all the time. And, and one thing, doing a podcast, you bump into people. They always bring up their favorite moment or their favorite episode. Yeah. And the common theme is like, oh, yo, the, the episodes you did with Kelly, I joined her trading group, and I made X or Y. Like, oh, that's, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's, that's, that stuff happens a lot too. So like, like I said, I hear a lot. I hear a lot of stories. So I know firsthand that you're doing amazing things for a lot of people because yeah. they tell me. <laughs> they tell me. So that's 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 amazing. But before before we um let you go, I just want to say. You already know how much D and I appreciate you. Like every time we lock in, and I was talking to D, I'm like, man, we gotta do like a live since we both in Dallas. We gotta do a live podcast one day. That'd go. That'd oh, go. that'd yeah, be yeah. that'd be, and then we bring everybody yeah, out. Yeah, everybody. I'm telling you, those yeah. Cash Capital people, they will come through. <laughs> no, we no, we, they we, will come we through. We gonna talk. We gonna talk about it off camera. That's something we definitely gotta do. No, but definitely. I want I want you to plug in um all your stuff where people can find you, follow you, join your trading group, join the boom. sports band trade group, everything you got, boom, boom, boom. all that stuff. Plug it all. Okay, boom. So. My social media is at Kelly OG. It should be right, right there. <laughs> Boom, there we go, right there. Um, and that's all my social media. I will not trade for you, unfortunately. I will not DM you first. I will not WhatsApp you. Please do not get scammed by people Spikes. who promise you returns. It's not me. Um, if you want to join my trading group, it's www.cashcapitalinvest.com or www.investwithcash.com. They go to the same thing. And our Instagram, all our social media is at Invest with Cash. We also will not trade for you or DM you any of that. <laughs> um, it's getting crazy out here. But uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, if I could leave you, leave you one gem. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little too excited. If I could leave you one gem, uh, I think it would it would actually be this morning. I was reading the book of Job. And Job in the Bible was an entrepreneur. He was super successful. The richest man in his town with the most animals. And... The devil went up to God and he said, well, well, Job loves you a little too much and he's a little too successful and you've blessed him a lot. So let's test his faith to see if he really cares about you. And as dramatic as this sounds, the devil uh, killed all his animals, including his children. And even then, Job still gave grace and glory to God and God continued to bless him. And I, and I just say that because so many people, maybe you experience some blessings or you experience some great times in your life. And now you're, you know, maybe at a bottom, you know, maybe for some reason things just aren't working out for you. It's just not going the way you want it to. 
but it's just to tell you to stay in there because you never know how close you are to striking gold and you never know if God is putting you through that to prepare you for what's next because I went through a lot of depression just to get to where I am today and I feel like that's what allows me to help other people and handle it. So um, thank you, Xavier, for having me on the show. Of course, anytime. Thank you all for caring about my voice. No, anytime. <laughs> I told you, you are a fan favorite and beyond that, me and D, we really rock with you heavy. Like we love everything you're doing. No, you got our awesome. su- you got our support with any any and everything you need. So we, awesome. we, we we had to get this done um, again. If you're not watching Millionaire Mindsets, what are you what doing? <laughs> like what are you doing? I love it. That's a nice drop right there. I love that. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but before we let y'all go, you guys can fo- find me on all platforms. That's at Xavier C. Miller, and you can also follow D at Diana. Can't, and you can follow the podcast at Millionaire Mindsets on all platforms as well. And that's all we have for you guys on this episode of Millionaire Mindsets. Oh, Ziggy, man. You, that's why you're the best producer in the world. Shout out to my pro- producer, <laughs> Ziggy. Don't forget, my new podcast, of course, is out now. The keys to podcasting.com. Link will be in the description of this podcast episode. And uh, you go to the website, get that, get started on podcasting. And it's on sale right now as well. So go get that. And that's all I got for y'all on this episode. See you guys next episode. Peace. You gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people, if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant